0: Welcome to the RPG Design Panelcast, a podcast presenting the very best recorded panels and seminars related to game design and publishing. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the kind contributions of the panel speakers and Metatopia 2018. Episode 217, Marketing 101. Creating a Basic Marketing Plan Presented by Juliet Mayer and Raymond Ruels
1: Excited to be here. Like I said, we fought, we fought heaven, heaven and hell to get here. So, oh, welcome! Yay! Excited to be here. So, and we're excited that you guys are here. You're just gonna have to accept that you can't come through there. I'm sorry. I crawled on the ground. What's your excuse? (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, you guys have a good sense of humor. Like I said, um, sleep has been a commodity for us. Um, Get there. Cool. So there's a worksheet with this. Hopefully, um, hopefully you guys enjoy this experience. Um, I know that yeah. are, so it looks like I've got some professionals. I've got some players. I think I've got kind of a nice mix. Um, just to kind of get a sense, how many of you actually have a, a, like, are far along in your product or your brand? Yes. I got a couple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe <laughs> yes. Okay, great um and how many of you have actually done some semblance of marketing all right all right sweet okay again with the baby (laughs) I'm not real sure I'm not real sure um well cool we're all right I'm we're doing it live so I'm gonna get started uh welcome to marketing 101 um as a disclaimer, uh, just real quick, this presentation is intended for educational purposes only. Your mileage may vary. We hope it elevates your marketing game. Uh, we cannot guarantee results. Of course, you will not walk out of this and immediately have a pile of money waiting for you outside the door. I to you really, really clear.
2: There's so much to touch on in terms of marketing that we can. We're, we're going to try to give you a big crash course. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so don't sue us if things don't work out. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh, I work in the financial industry, so disclaimers have now become part of my life. And so, uh, yeah. So what we hope that you're going to get out of this class is a worksheet, which should be in front of you, um, containing building blocks for your product or your brand and your marketing strategy. Uh, A basic understanding of modern marketing and what you are trying to market. We're going to talk about that who your target demographic is and how to best reach them through various different channels. We'll talk about that. And concepts to research. There are a lot of research went into this presentation. Um, We both have a lot of experience um, in this particular uh, area. However, it's really important that um, each of you is gonna have a really individualized product or brand. And so we wanna provide you with additional assets to research, to find out more about the target demographic that you're gonna be reaching. Um, so there will be some additional pieces of information um, so hi
2: I'm Ray um, I have worked in a number of uh, different industries for entertainment uh, live-action role-play I have uh, been running for quite a while a very well-known uh, live-action roleplay um, chapter that I'm not going to mention the company um, but I've also done a lot of haunted house and haunt attraction stuff so I've learned how to, to, to talk with and diversify my experiences amongst different cultures. Um, which is really important when you're looking to drive not only your your personalized community, but also when you're looking to branch out and talk to other communities to promote your product.
1: That's right. He's also an all-around cool guy. <coughs> um, you can tell he's wearing a vest. And has cool socks.
2: Yes. Cool socks.
1: Thank you. Anyway, this has become a running gag this whole trip. Anyway, I'm Juliet. Um, I have an incredibly varied marketing, uh, background. I've done radio, television. uh, I worked for CBS and NPR. I guess you've probably heard of them. Uh, (laughs) maybe. Uh, I've done a lot of. um, Come on in. Sit down. Relax. Um, Grab. Um. uh, I'm a social media marketer by day. Um, I have spent time, I work for a company called Mad My Fitness. Um, they had 13 million users, I currently work for a company by the name of Salt, if you are in cryptocurrency, I don't want to talk to you about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, my world has been marketing for a very, very long time, marketing and IT as well as some design background, so um, my background is really, really odd. So, why marketing matters? Your stuff is awesome. Every single one of you in this room has built something or has a plan for something, come on in. and has a vision for something. And marketing is really, really important uh, to help people find you. That can come in a lot of different forms, and we're going to talk about all those various different forms. Sorry, we're not like sit down and like sit behind a computer, people. So. Marketing comes in. We talked about how
2: marketing is uh, very (laughs) diversified. All of these various terms. We're not going to go through all these various terms because we don't want to drive you insane, like we might be. Um, But we're going to touch on some of these terms and talk about some of these various aspects because, like I said, this is 101. This is just kind of give you a baseline. So if you go to sit down with a marketer and talk about your product or, or your service, that when they start throwing up buzzwords and terms, you'll understand what they're talking about.
1: So... Marketing is about finding your tribe. Um, finding your tribe is finding your demographic. You might be producing a My Little Pony oriented collectible card game. You're going to have a very different demographic than I've got a bunch of miniatures and I want to blow things up in the apocalypse. Your demographics are going to be a little bit different. Um, and so it's about finding your, pro- your tribe. It's also about positive messaging. Yeah, you don't want to go out and
2: um, blast anybody else's product. You don't want to have a negative message going forward. You want to talk about positive things. You want to talk about how great your product is. You don't want to have to compare yourself in a, in, with some negativity to another product. Always keep things positive and forward moving. Um, a lot of times you see that where somebody has a tendency to talk badly through their, their marketing uh, about another product. And
1: um, One of the examples of this is... Um, you you know, your product is going to get compared to other people's products, and that's just sort of the nature of that thing. But you don't want to say, my product is better than V&D. My product is better than Monopoly. It's, you want to elevate yourself when you think about your messaging for your product or your brand, and we'll talk about differ- differentiators, um, but you don't want to outright come out and say, hey... I'm better than this product because that, that really sets a negative tone. And, and one of the things we love about Metatopia is how positive that tone can be. So we'll talk about that. Um, we also want you to be a thought leader in your space. Thought leader is a little bit of a marketing buzzword, so please forgive me. Um, being a thought leader, being being progressive, being original, being creative. Being a thought leader means that people listen to your ideas. They listen to your marketing. They listen to your content um, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about how you can be a thought leader um, through blogging, through social media, through the content on your website, um, we'll get into that. The other thing that marketing about is about is about creating believers. So
2: you've got a product, you've got a service, you've got something you want to promote but you also want people to believe in what you're doing, you want people to, to enjoy what your product is. That's where you're going to create those believers. Um, you go to any convention, you're going to be seeing folks that are out there. They're, they're upbeat. They're excited. They're positive about what they're, they're presenting. That can be infectious. That creates your believers. Those folks go home. They then show their friends. They're like, hey, look at this amazing game I picked up at the convention. And that's building to their tribe. So you've got your tribe, and then it, it spreads virally to all your all, all, all these folks that are picking up on your vibe
1: and your product. All right, demystifying some market terms. I'm sure that many of you who have done marketing in the room are familiar with some of these terms. But um, I'm just going to go through these really, really quickly. And this is mostly so that when these words unintentionally fall out of my mouth, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Demographics are going to be age, uh, gender orientation, income, education, behavioral patterns. These are things that algorithms and machine learning track. You guys have little cookies in your browser. That's how Facebook knows, oh, you want to go to the pumpkin patch or, or whatever because you were talking about it. These are, these are not intended to be triggering or, or, or rude. They are merely the thing that follows you through technology based on your cell phone patterns unless you live under a rock, in which, in which case you do, I'll check that AOL account for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, copy is just a generic term for anything that ends up on a website. It can end up on messaging. It can end up on social media. Yeah. So, copy is just a generic term. Digital content is anything you're probably going to put on the web. That's fairly self-explanatory. PPC and CPC, these are pay per click uh, or cost per click, and this refers to things like uh, Bing's ad network, Facebook, uh, Facebook, Insta- yeah, Facebook. Um, you can buy advertisements on pretty much any platform these days. But that's what, if you s- ever see that on a piece of paper, that's what those mean. Um, we won't be, we'll be touching more about that in 201, not necessarily 101 today. SEO and SEM, are they've actually been around for about a decade. SEO is search engine optimization and search engine marketing. And what this is, is trying to trick all of the algorithms that change every six months. That's super fun. Um, (laughs) It's about tracking, you know, I've got keywords that are built into my blog, and therefore my SEO will be higher when that keyword is searched inside of Google. There are a lot of really interesting terms. We're not going to get too deep into that, but I believe there's actually a class. There's a talk, I think, on those things specifically. CTR, that is click-through rate, so it is the percentage of people who actually click on that link. This could be inside marketing, this could be inside, um, there is a little bit link actually at the bottom of your page, it's a bit.ly link, and what bit.ly does is actually tracks who clicked on it, where did they come from, were they on a cell phone, were they on uh, a desktop.
2: And these, and these things matter in terms of marketing because if you have a, a landing page or a website for your company or product. You want to know where these folks are necessarily coming from because that gives you an idea of what advertising has worked or what pages they're staying on to to acquire information um, so that's why
1: that's why that's on there yeah uh, brand we're going to talk a little bit about brands some of you may not have a brand yet you may have a product or a service or a location but you may not have a brand yet we're going to talk a little bit about that Um, Channels, those are going to be, that's kind of your generic term for, okay, well, my social channel, my email channel, my digital channel, my PPC channel. These are different kind of avenues. They're going to have similar campaigns. Campaign is great. I'm um, uh, I'm selling a board game. Well, I have a social campaign. I have an email campaign. I have a localized game store campaign. And these are kind of, you build around those channels and those demographics. So that's what a campaign is. It's just a singular uh, attempt to uh, to get people to look at your product. Uh, a landing page. So landing pages are where your demographics are going to come. So you want them to come onto a Facebook page. Maybe you want them to come onto a website page. Your landing page is where you're going to funnel all of your traffic through. And that's where a lot of your analytics are really going to get nice and juicy and really fascinating. Um, community management.
2: Well. Um which you've done a lot of. <laughs> yeah, a lot of so depending upon what, what channels you're utilizing is where you're going to create your, your community. It's where you're going to have folks that are talking about your product. It could be Reddit. It could be on Facebook. It could be Twitter. But all of, those, all of those places where people are talking and you're responding to them. You're giving them that instant feedback. You're answering questions. You're making those connections between one another. Um, that's why community management is important because it's also a matter of what message you're conveying to that community. If you you know, and you've seen various aspects, I'm sure, uh, various Twitter campaigns, Facebook campaigns, where people's responses maybe they're the quirky jerk, and all the responses are in terms of, of being kind of a jerk and shooting back a, a snarky comment, or it could be you know you're as you're as friendly as 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 you can be, and you're just super responsive and you're you're building that community. Um, one of
1: the best examples of community management um, when I look around the room, I, I, some of you are probably familiar with. Any Arcade, Something Awful, Reddit, or World of Warcraft, any MMO. So there's some, some poor person who's sitting there and sees all of those forums light up, and they're the one that has to deal with it. That's what the community manager does. Or uh, answering uh, Kickstarter questions. Kickstarter questions as well. Yeah, that's huge community management. Click tracking. So we talked about this. We touched on this very briefly. This is tracking where people are coming from. So you know where your tribe... If you kind of go out and just do what they call a spring and pray campaign... And you put all of your information out across all of the channels, which I don't necessarily recommend, but for research purposes that's reasonable, and you know that you get a lot of response on Twitter or a lot of response on Reddit, well guess what? That's where you should probably focus all of your marketing efforts because that's where your tribe is hiding and waiting for you. All right. Uh, so creating your plan. Um, what are you trying to help people find? So obviously each of you is going to have something really individual. Um, and, but you need to have that thing in mind. Is it, I want them to find my company because I've got lots of different products? Is it because I want them to find my Kickstarter because I'm just starting out? That's OK, too. I want them to find my community, which is housed in a location, wherever that might be. Or I want them to simply find my product. So it's important that you think about what is it that you actually want them to find? and we really focus in on that. because a problem with a lot of a lot of marketing that, that we have seen, um, and we've had a few successful Kickstarters, we have worked with a lot of other um, gaming folks who will remain nameless. Oh, gaming companies. Gaming, <laughs> gaming companies. Uh, even, even artists. And, and artists as well. And they're
2: generally, one of the first questions we ask them is, well, what are you trying to promote? What are you trying to get out there?
1: And we found that they don't actually always know. And I was really surprised by this, but that's because we'll, we do this all day. so. Um, really, you need to determine what it is that you want to market. What is that thing? Now, you don't, you don't have to market just one thing, but you should start with one thing.
2: Focusing on one mm-hmm. thing and putting all your effort into that, and then you can diversify from
1: there. Um, so who are you trying to reach? So when you look at this, this one beautiful thing that you're going to market, you're going to tell the world about it, and it's going to be so awesome, and everybody's going to buy it, and they're going to love you, and you're going to be either to win in any. Like, it's just going to be great. Um. <laughs> Who's going to buy that thing? Who needs that service? Who do you think is your tribe? Who is your demographic? And it's really going to be individualized. We, you know, we thought about doing a seminar where we sit down with every single one of you and say, okay, let's talk about that individual item. Um, but that's really, really challenging because each of you is truly an individual. Each of you is unique. Um, and, every,
2: and everything that you're looking to promote or you know, either, either yourself as an artist or your product or your brand um, is, is all gonna be tailor-made. Mm-hmm. And, and there's gonna be a lot of experimentation along the way. Um, so there's no there's no golden bullet or silver yeah. bullet. Silver, silver, silver bullet, bullet. Um, that Gold we can give like you that. that suddenly everything's gonna be great and you're gonna have all the followers in the world and suddenly you're gonna be making millions of dollars. Right. Um, we've had to break that to some artist friends that it's like, what are you looking to promote? Well I'm looking to promote all of my art. Okay, well that's really okay, let's 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 trickle it down.
1: Not everybody's gonna be critical role. Um, I and that or Matt Colville, who is another great example. If you haven't seen him on YouTube, um, he grew his brand and his follower over, followership over three years, and yeah. then did a big Kickstarter. So these these are people who really put the investment in, and that's what marketing is. What a lot of people don't realize is, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of investment, it's a lot of kind of. It's there's a bell curve or there's a curve there. Um, so where are they going to find your thing? We're going to talk about how to choose your. Um, channels. Your channels, um, but you want to make sure that you have a consistent landing page. If you have a website, great. Not everybody is good at web development. If you are not good at web development, I recommend Squarespace. They don't pay me to say that. I just love their their entire structure. It's idiot proof. Like I'm sure my mom could use it. Um, um,
2: that's not to say your
1: mom's an idiot. That's not to say my mom is an <laughs> idiot. She's good at other things. <laughs> just not anything that involves a computer. Um, have you, changed, me, though.
2: Have you changed it recently?
1: So uh, this is something that we find. Um, it's called, it's, the concept is fragmentation. Um, I have a Facebook. I have a Twitter. I have an Instagram. I'm not really updating any of them. Well, which one do you want to focus on? You should focus on one channel first, and then when you finish with that channel and you really feel good about your community there, then you can add on additional channels. But remember, every time you add a channel, it's additional work.
2: There, there are tools out there that will help you take one message and spread it amongst those different channels. Uh, but we'll, t- we'll, we'll touch on that later. Yep.
1: How easy is your landing channel or landing page to find? Can it be found on Google? Is it referenced through other areas? Do you have other people who are linking to it? Um, can you Google that location while in incognito mode? Now this is a marketer trick um, for people who have a deep digital stack. Um, and most of you probably use Chrome because I assume most of you are gamers. Uh, so, <laughs> Chrome is awesome. Um, Chrome has a function called Incognito mode, and what that does is it basically removes any of any of your cookies, any of your cache, any of your behaviors, because of course you're going to look for your own stuff.
2: So, so if you're not using <laughs> Incognito mode, of course your stuff's going to Google's going to
1: show you what, of course, you want to see because Google loves you. But if Google you if you copy. drop in
2: Incognito <laughs> mode. It might be how just a random person might be looking you up. Right. You'll have have a better result of seeing what your footprint is in digital space.
1: Yep. Um, And so just remember incognito move. Google yourself. Google your product. Google your service. Google your brand. Google all of these things and see what comes up. That's incredibly valuable information for you and your digital footprint. Plus you. Product versus brand. You might have both. You might have both.
2: And it's, and it's important to make the distinction.
1: It is, so marketing for your brand and marketing for your product are two different things. One of them is gonna sound much more hoity-toity, wishy-washy, hippy-tippy, and that's gonna be your brand side. Um, because these are very kind of visionary concepts, right? So you've got Apple, which is very clearly a brand, and everybody knows what Apple is. Good, good laptop, um, <laughs> it's been good to me today. Um, and then you have a product, for instance, the iPhone X, the Genius Bar is a service, iTunes is that thing that has that really long disclaimer nobody reads. Um, and so these are examples of product underneath the brand of Apple. Now, uh, you might take something like Wizards of the Coast, which most of us should be familiar with. Um, I love building presentations for fellow gamers. That just makes me happy. I can't do that for work. So, <laughs> <laughs> a
2: lot of things fly over people's heads.
1: Not so much. <laughs> but
2: yeah, talking about Magic the Gathering, DD, uh, iterate, whatever iteration that you're a fan of, <laughs> or flavor. even like boards of, uh, Lords of Waterdeep, um, they're board games. So these are various products that you might only know. And I think there's even a uh, uh, an app game for Lords of Waterdeep. But these are these might be things that you only know of individually, or that you know all of their products, and thus go back goes back to the um, the brand. Um,
1: so brand marketing is really about uh, creating creating buy-in from a large group of people. Um, for instance, double exposure. I will totally throw them under the bus. You can hear me.
2: Well, well another example. <laughs> who all Who all drinks Coke Coca Cola products? I
1: know.
2: Who all drinks Pepsi products? All right, brand loyal. Uh, I'm a Coke guy, um, <laughs> but brand loyalty. Usually, it's one or the other. I will do nothing. I will not drink a Pepsi product because Coke. But sh- the university she went to, everything was Pepsi.
1: Right. So I was it's indoctrinated. <laughs>
2: it's one of those examples where you know brand loyalty. You build that brand loyalty. You've got that following. Folks that are going to look at whatever product you're putting out. It could be Crystal Pepsi, which
1: Ugh. is
2: terrible, um, or it could be New Coke. Um, <laughs> But you're going to have those folks that are going to just because they know that brand, they have got that recognition. They're going to they're going to take a look at what your products are. Right.
1: For instance, we know that BlizzCon is this weekend. If we have any Blizzard fans in the room who might be getting the live stream, no judgment. New hero. Right. See. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so glad that Diablo got some love this time. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's a level of brand loyalty that I have. I love Blizzard. I love the things that they put out. Um, but that's the kind of, of, of fun things you want to build if you have a brand. Now, does anybody in this room actually think they have a brand? Oh, I got a sort of, and I, that's pretty, that's great. Four people, that's a, five? Okay, so that's great. You, and the marketing you do for branding, and I don't want to dive too deep into this because I can stand up here all day and do this. Because um, I love, branding is so much fun. You talk about colors, you can talk about fonting. You talk about logo, you talk about what it is that you and your brand represent. And everything that you create up here in that umbrella really informs all of your products and all of your services. So branding is so much fun. Um, you can really get into kind of the highbrow experience with branding. It <laughs> can also be like a rabbit hole. It's also a rabbit <laughs> hole. Um, and so, and products, obviously, you're, it's you're, you're building what they call calls to action. You've got a product or a service. Um, and I want you to buy my widget. I want you to buy my widget. I want you to buy my game. I want you to subscribe to my subscription service of, of blogging and gamer information. And I'm a designer, and I've got this really cool blog that's got a paywall behind it. These are all products. Um, and so products, you're really trying to encourage somebody to do something. But you also want to build loyalty into your messaging. All right. So does it really matter, this distinction? Um, brands do create loyalty for future purchases when marketed correctly. Now if you're somebody who's looking at a Kickstarter and you think that maybe you might do an expansion for your product or maybe you're going to do it another line, um, you absolutely want to consider branding yourself and your company and what that looks like. Um, brands build a personal connection between their creators and their fans, as we talked about with Blizzard.
2: Or, or even Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure quite a few folks in the room know who Mike Merles is, or Chris Perkins, or any of the guys presently over at Wizards of the Coast. Those names have recognition because they've worked on products that, that you love, that, that they have established this brand that you appreciate and that you have some loyalty to. Um.
1: Right. Um, your product may not yet be a part of a brand, but that's okay. If you're creating more than one, it may be worth your time to consider a brand presence. Now that can be done with a Facebook page, it can be done with a web page. Where your your tribe already is, you can build it in. Um, a brand is b- by no means required, but it is something to consider. Um. Especially if f- you're
2: looking at multiple products. It's true.
1: All right. So, who am I marketing <laughs> to? It's not just your friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we run into this all the time. Um, and I'll get into this in a second. We run into this all the time where uh, this is just a piece of advice anytime you're putting something out across social media. So we all have friends on Facebook or, or Twitter or LinkedIn or Pinterest or, or even you've got a subreddit you, you're really into. Um, remember that when you ask your friends and family to share content, that their foot your footprint may expand a little bit but remember it's more or less the same
2: footprint so if you keep keep asking them to share the same posts or new posts even that it's still going to be the same group that's not to say that viral campaigning or or sharing uh, information amongst your friends can't have impact it's just when you're looking at social media you're only going to grow so far you're always wanting to reach new audiences you're always wanting to reach new voices people to pick up that, that information and carry it forward to new groups that you haven't potentially touched
1: right so I I want to acknowledge some things in this slide um, this is demographics the anonymous data that, that that kind of picks up through Google Analytics um, and through Facebook insights and all the other analytics. there are many analytics engines that are tracking all everything you're doing everything uh, probably including all of the Devices that we have active here, everything your pocket carries, where you are. Um, And there are
2: marketers who specialize in just looking at these analytics and trying to make informed decisions on how to push new campaigns or um, new avenues of uh, advertising your product.
1: But these are not progressive. Like the the things that the machine learning does is not progressive. It is not. it's not necessarily looking at all of those other options that we know are out there. So keep in mind when you look at this that that analytics has a long way to go to include people who are non-binary, who are gender fluid, who have multiple different orientations. Um, but understand that this is just data, and that's all it is, and it's there to help you make decisions and make data, data-driven decisions. But also bear in mind that it may not be um, you may not find a lot of demographics on our, our fluid and non-binary friends. And yeah. In terms of the analytics,
2: you're also going to find that some of it is um, limited depending upon the nature of the product that you're promoting. There are a ton of analytics in regards to video games. Why? Because video games <laughs> is huge monetary market. But role-playing games, uh, card games, board games, it's not as uh, big in terms of analytics.
1: And it's not as digitized um, either.
2: I have spent hundreds of hours trying to scour the internet for various forms of analytics to cover board games, role-playing games, card games, collectible card games versus customizable card games, trying to break these things down to understand where where the demographics are for these things. And it's it's really difficult. Now, there are groups out there that have done some su- 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 successful testing um, to try to gather up that information, but it's still really few and far between
1: there are a couple of companies um, that have done some really great demographic studies. Um, uh, Boise, is it Bo- no. Uh, at the bottom of your page, there's a link. There's actually a board game study that I included, and that, that bit.ly link will take you to d10again.com, which is our blog.
2: I'm not sure if uh, rpgresearch.com was put on the bit.ly okay. link, but we'll we can it. add that. We'll add but it. that's another place where they are trying to gather those analytics. How is role playing games used in education? How, you know, these kinds of things.
1: So the demographics that you that you see up there are kind of your, your blocks of demographics, right? Your tween market behaves in a very particular fashion. Generally, you're convincing your parents to buy the thing, right? So if you're looking at the tween market, you want to make sure that that's kind of what you are researching. Um, and they behave in a certain area, and they, they're they very heavy into Snapchat. Um, some of them are on Instagram or Finstagram, depending on their age bracket. 18 to 34, um... These are people who have a lot of liquid income. They're not necess- they don't necessarily have a family yet. Um, they credit cards are a part of their lives. So this is this is an age demographic that contains a lot of a lot of expendable income, which is obviously important given that we're all in kind of a uh, a hobby area. Um, uh, 18 to 34, very heavy on Facebook. Uh, some of them are also on LinkedIn. Um, if you're looking, uh, we'll, we'll get into the gender divide, but you're going to see uh, a lot of Facebook, a lot of tw- uh, Twitter, a lot of Pinterest, uh, a lot of Instagram, a little bit on Snapchat too on the, the lower end. Uh, I hate Snapchat, just for the record. <laughs> I have opinions. Um, <laughs> 34 to 55, um, families, uh, people who are into their career, they also generally have a decent amount of expendable income. Um, But these these are not these are going to be like your long term adopters, Um, and so they're a great demographic. The 55 and over demographic for us, uh, marketing for any group that's 55 and over stuff gets a little weird um, because these are people who open their mail, which still confuses me. Um, I worked for a hearing aid company and did all of their marketing, and that was that was super strange. Um, The 65 and over demographic
2: does some weird stuff. I worked in numismatics, so anybody that collects coins tends to be an older demographic right so so they
1: actually do things like open every single one of their emails they actually read the mail that you send them which is so strange to me sometimes
2: forget why they got your email why why did i get
1: so. this <laughs> um so uh gender so uh if you are targeting a male demographic which the majority of gamers are going to be in terms of their acquisition of these things um that is skewing at the younger demographic but we can Demographics are a thing that are fascinating to me. Anyway, if you're, if you're targeting the male demographic, LinkedIn and Twitter are huge for the male demographic. <coughs> uh, LinkedIn especially, if you have a really high price point on your service or your product, LinkedIn skews over $75,000 a year. Um, and the demographics for this, I've got, uh, again, that link at the bottom contains all of the various different demographics <coughs> for all of 2018 for these different channels um really fascinating stuff also super creepy um just for record um all of this is super creepy female if you are targeting a female demographic pinterest is great um snapchat if you want the younger demographic um and facebook is actually more female than it is male in terms of its users uh fluid and non binary are going to uh, be on tumblr which i don't have the metrics for you're going to have to unfortunately i don't have really good metrics for that tumblr is really popular uh, as well as some Instagram, Facebook. There's not a lot of really good demographics because they don't all track that information, which is really unfair. Um, but if you ever find something that contains like the social media preference for, for that um, that gender, please, please send it to us. We'd love to see it. Um, income and education. Um, so traditionally gamers are going to be higher income and going to be more educated than the majority of... Uh, of the world. Uh, so again, you're going to find when the, when you start factoring into that, your price points, you want to make sure that your price points and you're targeting the right demographics in terms of income. Um, behaviors. Most of us are online shoppers. I have an Amazon Prime account that I have a problem with. Um, it does not have a problem with me, but that's okay. Uh, tech savvy. Most of us are going to be tech savvy. Um, and that means that we're going to be browsing on our phones and on our tablets. We're going to be, uh, we know how to use the internet. Uh, And so, in terms of behaviors, those are really, really important. Um, Traditional gaming demographics, 18 to 50, uh, predominantly male uh, persuasion, income, middle to upper, and they are online shoppers and tech savvy. Data is amazing. It's not intended to single out any groups. Um, We have to be really, really careful about that when we talk about this. Um, But if you ever are really interested in seeing neat visualizations of data, uh, there is a great subreddit called Data is Beautiful. I really strongly recommend it. Add it to your front page. Uh, It's phenomenal and just really, really fun. And they do weird shit, like the percentage of kids that came to my door and what they were dressed as, that was on there today. Um, I love infographics, I have a problem. Um, So why do these things matter? Right. Uh, In order to market effectively, you need to know where your tribe is. It's really, really important that you choose a channel that reflects your product, service, or brand. If your product or brand is targeting a younger audience, you're going to have a higher success rate in channels that are used by that demographic. This is just to help you find the right people. Um, for instance, if you want to find young women, you're going to have more luck on Snapchat than you would on Twitter or Reddit, which are predominantly male. Uh, market to where your tribe is. When you produce content for your product or service... Uh, you want to know who you're writing for. A soccer mom in her 40s will lear- will find certain language more appealing than an 18-year-old Magic the Gathering ch- uh, player who loves Fortnite. Don't. They're not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to market to both, see me after class. I will help you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, like I said, there, oh, it's not. It's not a QR code. It's actually a link. Apparently, I didn't edit that one. Uh, all right so oh you have the older version of this that's why you don't have the updated version You're the best. Can, you, can you tell that we're very thoughtful and loving all right so uh what do you who do you think wants to buy your product now you've got your worksheet in front of you um if you want to fill in who you think your demographic is or could be for your product or brand list all relevant groups so there's a little section on your worksheet for that and this is to just get you actually um, they studies show that if you write stuff down, it helps you remember it. So, um, and then the other section, the other item, like I said, I edited this and doesn't have my slight updates. Fill in five adjectives that you think would appeal to your demographic. Um, you will be using these in a future piece of copy. So Fast,
2: immersive, um, easy to learn. Easy to learn. Um,
1: um. Fits in your back pocket, there could be anything. Uh, Each of you obviously has a different service, product, brand, um, item. Sorry, I'm just looking at my time. All right, we'll give you a couple minutes for that. What else? I'm trying to remember. Fast? Uh, Organic. Organic, organic is a great one. And these can be buzzy words, you know? Um, everybody likes organic or think
2: inclusive. About th- think about some of the games that you play. Think about the way that they themselves market. Like, I am a Savage Worlds guy. Fast and Furious. They, You, know, you, you, you consider, they talk about the product and how fast it is. The cin- uh, cinemographics. cinemographics? Cinematics. Cinematics, there you That's go. That's a word.
1: Cinematic is an adjective. Um. All right.
0: What if you have broad appeal and you don't really know your demographic?
1: That's okay. We can, so we'll, we'll we'll have some we'll have some time to talk through that towards the end. If you have broad appeal, can be one of your adjectives, um, and if it's something that you're intentionally trying to make inclusive to everyone, that everyone has that opportunity, you can absolutely market that. You can make that part of your kind of your pivoting strategy. So, I you know that's kind of a we we'll, we'll use your, yours as one of the examples. So. Um, so, targeting the demographic that you end up on your sheet, I want you to create a call to action sentence. So, actually, tell me a little bit about your game. So, we use this If you mind being used as an example? No. Okay. Uh,
0: the game that I'm involved with uh, building right now is called Top Reporter okay. Animal Rescue. It's a game where you play a reporter trying to break stories. Mm-hmm. You build towards the point total of the story. Okay. Um, competing against your opponents and whoever um, exceeds the point total before the story breaks it, takes the story once you collect three stories
1: you win the game. Okay, nice. cool, that's fun I've, I have a journalism degree so that speaks to me, that's <laughs> wonderful um, Okay, so uh, broad appeal, um, competitive uh, now you said um, uh, what is it so maybe like something to do with scooping the story or um, scoop the story first is Bre- breaking there, the story break the story yeah so you could you know um, you can build something around all of those journalistic concepts um, is, is there kind of a time period that this works with or
0: um, well the, our first iteration of the game is mm-hmm. meant to be um, stories about animals basically right. in animal rescue but there'll be other iterations of the game which so, like, may uh, yeah they yeah. may go into other things like you know zombie apocalypse stories or something
1: right okay cool so that's 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 perfect that you've got a you've got a plan going forward and so
2: it sounds very energetic yeah just it sounds, the description that I'm hearing is something very energetic I, because you're actively moving you're trying to build those stories you're trying to break those stories before anybody else
1: well and if anybody's ever been in a newsroom there's a lot of energy in a newsroom, and I feel like that kind of fast-paced, is it intended is it, it to be a fast-paced game, or kind well, of breaking into the... I mean, you,
0: the it, it's a quick game. It takes only about 15 or 20 sure. minutes to play a round of the game. Um, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know about fast-paced. I, I mean, it, it's certainly not, as I said, a long game, so right. it's, it's not like your, your turn's going to take a very long time.
1: Okay. So there's there's a lot of cool parts to that that, that could be marketed. Uh, the ticker tape aspects and news ticker tapes and there's a lot of different areas of that that, that you could encompass. Um, so that's a cool. What do you think? Does anybody does anybody got a call to action that they've got kind of in their head or no, not yet? What, okay. what exactly is a call to action? So a call to action is um, like a like a tagline or something quick or you're trying to get them to do something. So. Be
0: or the hero. Be the or hero
1: or break the story. Um, yeah, break the story. Be first to break the story.
2: I think I might have something like that.
1: Alright. Uh, have?
2: what will you become?
1: Okay, there you go. What's and what is your product or uh, I'm making an RPG based off of Japanese transforming superheroes. Neat. Cool. Very cool. All right. What I will did, you become? What will be what will you become? Will you know? Yeah. Break the story first, something along those lines. So you're trying to you're trying to energize them to 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 be a, a part of your game experience in a very very short period of time. So Netflix, see what's next. Spotify music for everyone. Um, Trello, which is longer, of course. Trello lets you work more collaborate uh, more collaboratively to get more work done. Um, and then Influencer had this really fun thing. It can be just discover, review, share. These don't have to necessarily be proper grammar. Marketing does not mean proper grammar. I want to be really clear about that. <laughs> um, uh, my grammar's not so good anymore because I've been writing a co- uh, copy for too long. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, Social media ruins you for anything <laughs> else. Like, it just breaks your brain. Um, anyway, so those are great. And I saw another hand in the back. Yeah,
2: um,
0: right now, what we have is uh, Where Therapy and Fun Meet.
1: Nice. Aww. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, Where Therapy and Fun Meet. I like that um and remember thesaurus.com is great even if you even if you threw, throw something on the page today thesaurus.com will carry it forward it will help you find that right kind of cadence in terms of language um, cool so awesome marketing channels it's not just pictures you've a dog on Facebook I will admit that my dog has
2: The pretty pretty princess (laughs) corgi. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I am a tiny corgi. She's a loaf of bread. She's adorable. Um, She is not in this presentation. (laughs) I'm sorry. I should have put her in here. Um, So what channel is right for my plan? We went through a couple of these. We're going to talk a little bit more about each of these. But pick two or three um, on your sheet. Pick two or three channels that you feel like are really appropriate to you and your target demographic. And you might even
2: have some of these channels open and that you're working with. I have a Facebook, I've got a Twitter, I've got um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Pinterest. I've, I've got a Pinterest. I do have a Pinterest. <laughs> I love Pinterest. Um, um. But uh, of course, these aren't all
1: of the various channels that are out there. There are, there are so many channels. Um, so if you want to meet so two billion people are on Facebook. Two billion people. Um, it is kind of the baseline. If you want to include social media marketing in your kind of plan, um, Facebook is kind of the baseline. It also has some of the best support, some of the best metrics. Um, if you do want to create a Facebook, I really recommend a Facebook business page um, because you can see all the analytics for how things uh, are, uh, are functioning. And they're pretty, it, it's, if you can read excel or like a chart, you could be fine. Um, Twitter also has analytics on the back end. Again, that's, that is a more male... Oriented channel and marketing on Twitter is slightly different than Facebook, um, but we won't get too deep into that because I could talk on that for hours. Instagram, um, if you have a physical product, you or a sh-
2: lot of stock art,
1: or a lot of stock art for mm-hmm. your maybe for your RPG, um, or pictures of people with a newspaper like anything that you've got that's visually oriented with your product and it can be outside the box as well. Um, therapy is a very kind of very personal and intimate experience. So how do you visualize that? Um, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, again, if you have a physical product, I really strongly recommend Pinterest. Uh, Reddit is amazing for starting conversations, Um, but you will be dealing with anonymous people. Uh, And so that is the wild west. If you want to engage on Reddit, by all means do so. Uh, A lot of engagement. Yeah, but re- be prepared to have a lot of conversations. You have to build your reputation on Reddit. It takes a lot of work. Um, if you're a lurker like I am, um, be prepared to, uh, to fight the trolls if you are going to hang out on Reddit. Just be aware of that. But there are some really great communities that are RP- uh, the subreddit RPG. There's a lot of other good ones. Uh, Snapchat, again, if you want to reach the younger demographic, Snapchat is phenomenal for this. and you have to. But it is, again, a visual medium. Uh, LinkedIn. If you are looking for the high earning male demographic, that is your home. I know that it's weird to have LinkedIn up here, but it is actually a social media channel. I refuse to believe it until I actually saw it functioning. Um, Paid ads. So if we're going to talk about time versus money in a bit here, Uh, if you've got a lot of time, but not a lot of money, you can deal with a lot of these other channels. But if you've got a lot of money and not a lot of time, Good for you, first of all. Um, (laughs) Good for you. Um, I'm doing it wrong. I don't know about y'all.
2: You can throw, you can either throw money at the problem, or Or you can throw time at the problem. It's a sliding
1: scale. Um, If you can do paid ads, Facebook is one of the cheapest ways to do pay-per-click campaigns. And for us, um, again, 2 billion people, it is a great way to get your branding, your product out there. I really recommend Facebook. If you have a lot of money. Um, Google and Bing, you can do like $100 just to see kind of what works, but uh, there is a definitely a learning curve involved with uh, paid advertisements, but if you have no time and lots of money, this is a great way to advertise your product.
2: And you can experiment on what works and what okay. doesn't work.
1: It, because all of it's analytics driven. Um <clears throat> Meetup.com. Um, if you've not, if you're not familiar with Meetup.com, this is a great way to meet fellow uh, fellow gamers. It's a great way to create localized events. It's a great way to build a local, very engaged tribe. Um, that's phenomenal. Um, your local gaming stores. We all go home somewhere. Um, Denver has a ton of local gaming stores where we're from uh and they are all very very supportive doing game events doing launch parties when you are ready to launch your product these are a great way to get your local tribe and to get those early adopters and get convention helpers
2: and uh retail um a lot of times local game stores will carry your product um if you talk to them and you build that reputation with them um because then it's just sitting on a shelf and you might have folks that are just coming in browsing looking for right. something new and they stumble upon your game
1: right um, convention attendance. I'm going to skip over YouTube and blog for a second. Um, convention attendance and presence. We're all here. We're all at a convention. I've learned about three brand new games um, just standing here. Uh, being at a convention, getting an artist table, super helpful. Getting a... Uh, getting a, Being able to be on a panel, things like that. that exposure. Helps exposure. Um, but it can be time consuming and it can be expensive. Uh, YouTube and blog, folks. So... Uh, There are a lot of phenomenal reviewers, a lot of phenomenal websites, a lot of good YouTubers. If you are feeling brave and you are willing to put your product or your service up on a chopping block and you want somebody to review it and you're willing to take their honest criticism, do so. Because you'll get access to their entire network. Now make sure that you're not getting onto a um, a YouTube platform with five viewers. Um, You wanna have a conversation with this person and say, hey can you tell me how many viewers you got in the last month or how many you know how many subscribers do you have and a lot of information you can actually see on youtube um so choose your platforms carefully
2: Um, these are these are not only for your brand your product but also you as a creator matt colville um matt mercer you start seeing these folks out in cyberland um who are just constantly offering bits of wisdom and you know what I bet you every single person in this room has some wisdom they can share through their personal experience, through their groups at home, something that they have engaged with right. that other people might not have encountered. So these are things that if you're willing to put yourself out there, you know, put yourself in front of a camera for two to five minutes and just share bits of advice. You can build up sc- subscribers and a following, and they'll, they'll they'll actually be looking to you to learn about your product, to, to see you know, how your, these mechanics that you're putting into your games work.
1: You're each creators. You're all incredibly individual. You have individual experience. And, and you're incredibly brave. I can't build a game. I can market. I can't do what you guys do. So listening to how your process goes is valuable to your audience and to to your demographic. Um, so before you start your marketing crusade, you need somewhere to send people. So we talked about this previously. Please make sure that you have a landing space whether that's a website or social media page and consistent updates from you as a creator. As I mentioned, each of you are individual. Each of you are are creative. Not everybody else is. What you're doing is incredibly brave by being here in Metatopia and people want to hear that from you.
2: Uh, It's like anything. They they say, oh, well, anybody can write a book. Well, if they did, then why hasn't everybody written a book? (laughs) You know, oh, anybody can get published. Well, if anybody can get published, why isn't everybody unpublished? It requires passion and conviction to mm-hmm. put forward your product and ideas to push those forward and actually do it. I know a lot of people that have spent the last 20 years, I got the game man, I got the game, it's gonna be great. Why, why the hell is it taking me 20 years? Get it out there, enter it. You know, version 1, version 2, version 3, get it out there and get it going. If you don't, because I want it to be perfect, it'll never be perfect. And it'll never go anywhere. So you've got to get it out there, you've got to show it to people.
1: Um. So uh, nice to have other feeder networks, branding, email marketing. These things are great, but you don't have to start with them. The things that you need to start with is somewhere to send your your um, your tribe to. So measuring growth and success. What does success look like for you? Now you guys are all in a different um, stages of your design of your probably different products. Probably very different products. So is success growing your community? Is success um money in your wallet purchases is success a lo- larger social footprint so they know who you are is it a well-reviewed product you want people to love even if you've got 10 people who bought it if they really love it you've been successful you have to determine what success looks like for you um high impressions or is it a high click-through rate general awareness of your brand or product. so or six- lots of money lot, yeah it could be lots of money the one
2: that's not on there but it's at the end of the day there's a lot there's a lot of creators right. that you know I've got I've got family to feed I've got you know I've got new projects that I want to promote so I need to make the money mm-hmm. um, money is also a driving factor
1: correct so once you determine what your success is then you can find out what tools you need to measure that success that could be Google Analytics for your website bitly which is a free product that allows you to see who clicked on it when including anybody who opened that up in their browser today uh, Facebook Insights which shows you how successful you are on Facebook is my audience growing Twitter analytics does the same thing. Your bottom line, which is to say your bank account. Um, or is it traffic at conventions? So there, there are lots of different ways to measure success. Um, there's a couple of other things we're going to include here So because we're, we're getting towards the end here and I want to give you guys some opportunity to ask questions. Some words of wisdom. First of all, I'll go vote. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, we, we mailed our ballots in early. Um,
2: <laughs> This is important. You are not your brand or your product. We've seen a lot of creators that mistake themselves for their brand. You might have somebody that goes out there and says, "You know, Evil Bob's game sucks." Well, if you're Bob, don't you're gonna you're gonna instantly want to take that personal. You know, well, Bob Bob's a horrible person because he made this game. Well, no, you've got to be able to separate yourself. From your brand, from
1: your company, you need to be able to continue to move forward. So, compartmentalizing yourself and allowing yourself that emotional distance, I think, is really important. Um, when in doubt, ask a professional or Google for solutions. We talked about a lot today. I mean, a lot. I hope I hope you guys are not feeling terribly fried. Um, you really? can always <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you can always ask a professional or Google. Google's there for you. Google wants you. Google wants you to be happy. Professional. <laughs>
2: Googler, there are so I, I do IT work and a bunch of other work in my real life, and every problem that you might have encountered in in the creation process, in development process, somebody else has had it. There's going to be an answer somewhere. Just start digging, start looking around because somebody's going to have asked it somewhere in the, in, in the greater cyberland, and. Even if you you don't find the answer, the specific answer to your problem, you might find the 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 trail of crumbs that will get you to the answer. You'll either find the right community, you'll find the right Reddit page, you'll find you'll find something that will help push you further.
1: Um, Ab testing and iterative marketing are your friends. Just because your first campaign fell flat and people weren't clicking on it, that's okay. Keep going. A-B testing is the constant of putting out two different things and seeing what people like better and choosing the one that is more successful in terms of just raw statistics. Um, so just keep at it, you will find the right thing. Um, your friends can't help, just don't overextend. Your friends are there for you. If you've got a friend who's a designer, remember, take them out to dinner. If they've gone out and done something for you. Um, remind them that
2: there are people and get them away from their keyboard.
1: Right. But
2: also, don't rely too heavily on your friends group because after a while, there's going to be fatigue. They're going to be like, oh man, not again. I love playing you your game, but I've played yeah. it a thousand times. Right. It's where you got to branch out. You've got to reach out to new people. Get those get those new adopters.
1: All right. So uh, we are giving a marketing 201 talk tomorrow um, at, from 10 to 11. Um, I I I know everybody's got places to be, so we've got a few minutes. Do you, can I answer? Any, can you guys? Do you guys have any questions? I have, oh, oh God. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Can we start at the left side and go? All right.
0: Yeah, I just want to ask: like, you put there as examples, like,
1: Wizards of the Coast as a brand and Dungeons and Dragons as a product. Correct. But I thought before that Dungeons and Dragons was also a brand. So, as a product, it has a brand in and of itself, right? Wizards of the Coast yeah. is huge. So, there, there is branding behind d and every single product has like it's got fonting and color choices and each of them has logos that are individualized but it is still a product line underneath the Wizards of the Coast brand so the, the Wizards of the Coast brand is going to kind of their their lofty goals their mission statements that's going to inform every single one of their products it is a subtle difference but your, your question is totally valid does that help? yeah alright
0: we're
1: gonna move alright I got one in front and then one behind. Um,
0: can you talk about uh, marketing to potential
1: publishers? To potential publishers. So yes. you're Versus talking like, like a, pitch. Like a, So you're talking about pitching, not yes. necessarily marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. That's a different thing. So it is. A, it is a little bit different. So. No, that's, that would be a whole
2: separate class. To be completely fair. Yeah. To be fair. Um, There's a lot we, of nuances.
1: You publish my stuff. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh. Um. So I don't have any stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um. So you're talking about, I, if you want to hang out for a couple of minutes, we can give you some pieces of advice. Um, There's a panel for that tomorrow. Yeah, oh, yeah wait, I did see that there was something you on the schedule. tell what way. time that is? For our friend who's very interested. I got lost. All right. And there was a question <laughs> behind him. And there was a question behind you. Hi. Um, I'm in, in this, due to nostalgia, I need to advertise to old people. <laughs> old people, okay. Old men. Um, so I was wondering, how
2: does
0: one advertise on LinkedIn?
1: So uh, what you'll need to do is set up a page for your company. Um, So you'll log into LinkedIn as your normal profile. You'll set up a company. And um, from there, what you're going to do is you're going to start posting uh, stories about your product. Um, You'll use some tagging. Also ask Google, how do I market on LinkedIn? Well, Uh, there there
2: are things (laughs) like that, but uh, being an old man,
1: I, I Who has a LinkedIn <laughs> account? Um, <coughs> we know
2: what we are. <laughs> uh, I, I see very often, I get updates from LinkedIn saying, hey, so and so has written a new article. Uh, talking about, you know, and I, I, I follow people from the haunt community, I follow game designers, and there are folks out there that are posting articles that I'm like, oh, hey, I want to look at this. It's a and lot of and then down at the bottom, there's a way to track back that person to whatever it is that they're promoting. Mm-hmm. So that's a way to grab attention, to push information, and be a thought, uh, thought leader, as we talked about earlier. And then to reference back to what it is that you're promoting. Oh, 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 yeah.
1: Sorry. oh uh, did you want to finish? The uh, old men will generally read the whole blog. I don't know why.
2: Um, because I want to know it all.
1: I, no, no, no. <laughs> I want like one second That's it uh that's all i've got time for but old men will if you write like a giant long blog um use a couple of pictures uh pixabay.com is great for
2: the pictures we pulled here were from pixabay it's free pictures uh
1: creative Commons is covered by the creative commons license Um, that really helps but yeah
2: there are demographics that show how long posts even posts for twitter or or other social media avenues how long those should be for maximum impact there are studies out there I don't know if the link, the Bitly link down at the bottom, actually is referenced that, but we can toss that up there as well, um, because it's really fascinating how some groups only want you know fifteen seconds worth of content. They want it immediately because they're still scrolling. Yeah. As opposed to people like me, I'm like, I want to know it all, and I start reading through it. And the next thing I know, I've been reading for an hour because I went through fifteen different articles. So. Sorry. Uh,
0: how do you uh, parse out uh, like analytics for say? Uh, like a spam
2: account like uh ah. like with uh instagram i get the most uh feedback when it comes to posting stuff with my games but like looking at the accounts some of them a lot, a good number of them i'm not sure if they're like, not sure if they're or real whatever.
1: or a bot yeah. yeah that's real hard uh so if you go and you pull it up and there's a lot of characters that make no sense that's a good one um if it's a brand new account um if uh they are using more hashtags than makes any sense mm-hmm. on their feed. They're like, hashtag There's, best life, But the problem is, best. that's all
2: individualized. It's yeah. difficult to do it as a, an overall.
1: To, to give you some perspective on and how bad bots are, um, the company that I work for, I manage all of their social media accounts, and I went from half a million impressions over, like, literally every day, I had half a million impressions, and those are eyeballs. That's a person who saw that on their field. That's what that means. That's what an impression is. And half a million, half a million, half a million, half a million, 98,000, what? The same, thank you, the same, um, uh, it's around the same time that Trump complained that Twitter removed all of his followers. What Twitter will go through and do is gut all the bots. Instagram has not started doing this yet.
2: Facebook did that Facebook for some of it. Too. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a company page product. that I created five years ago, and it's amazing because I'll open it up, and you know, I think I'm, I'm at 5,000. Um, subscribers uh, viewers and, yeah. and, and people who've liked my page and I'm like
1: where the hell were you three years ago yeah. um, because yeah. it still
2: keeps growing and some of that is
1: just spam yeah it's unfortunate so I've got um, 90 seconds yes uh,
0: quick question because of what I'm doing mm-hmm. we're doing therapy we're working with uh, families using mm-hmm. gaming right? right so would I have to create only two different types of campaigns one for the mothers and then one for the children. Correct. That's
1: okay. what you do want to do, two separate campaigns. You can do it through the same channel, but one of them is going to really appeal to this demographic and one of them is going to appeal to this demographic. Right, That's gonna, a great example yeah,
2: of campaign. Because you're going to want to to want appeal to the fun for the kids, but also the, the therapy and the education aspect of the game for the parents. And there are some demographics out there. Like I said, the RPG, therapy doc, uh, RPG yeah. research.com. Talk about some of the therapy.
1: All right, Uh, thank you guys yeah, for you. joining us. <laughs> yeah. We thought we were going to
2: have like five people, so yeah. I am super be. shocked. <laughs> I'm like, oh, people like marketing again. What do you in general cover this role? So the
1: 201 uh, is going to talk, talk about deeper dives uh, 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 analytics. It's going to cover post-reading, SEO, SEO. Mm-hmm. SEO. a little bit of SEO and uh, SEM.